All right, everybody, welcome to Wrestling Has Lost Its Way. Uh, it's been a heck of a week. We're going to start it out real quick with some news, so here's Johnny. All right, thanks. Okay, it's been a long week uh, here. This uh, coronavirus continues to ravage the country. Uh, thing, a lot of things are starting to shut down now. Restaurants, bars, schools. Pretty much the only places that are open are hospitals and grocery stores. You can still go to restaurants, but you can only get drive through and pick up, and you can have like Uber Eats and DoorDash delivered to you. Uh, but that's pretty much it. I know we went to Wendy's today. And they had all the tables to the sides, to the sides, and they blocked out the dining room. <clears throat> but uh, the week started off, as far as the wrestling goes, with the virus. On Monday, WWE first announced that WrestleMania is going now going to take place from the Performance Center in front of an empty arena on April fifth instead of in Tampa Bay at the Raymond James Stadium. So, all right, fine. Then later on this week comes word that since they had to uh, cancel everything else, WrestleMania related that week, they're just going to go ahead and have, have WrestleMania on two nights, Saturday, April 4th, and, and Sunday, or April 5th. Which, by the way, the Hall of Fame has been moved to uh, Summer Flame Weekend. Uh, so then it was come out. Then came out that WrestleMania uh, was supposed to be 16 matches, but they cut it down to eight. Which we'll get into later. But after last night's SmackDown, they've already added and teased a few more matches. So it's going to be more than eight going to be taking place on the next two nights or on the, the two nights of 4th and 5th. Let's just see what else. Uh, there was also reports that uh, possibly Monday night, this Monday on Raw might be the last last time we see live wrestling for a while because starting either yesterday or Thursday they started uh, filming a bunch of stuff at the Performance Center, which they'll be doing this week too. So, where it is they're going to be filming all the Raws and SmackDowns and NXTs going into WrestleMania this week. And possibly even may even pre-tape some WrestleMania matches. So, for the first time, it might not be live. And on on that note too, there there is one match that uh, might not happen, which is a Brock Lesnar Drew McIntyre match. And that's because <laughs> Sorry. On camera no, shenanigans over I, I know, I know. I'm getting distracted too. So. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> thanks. 
Okay, Brock Lesnar, yes. All right. Um, <laughs> so the U.S. or actually Canada has actually blo- locked off their border from the U.S. Uh, so, and Brock Lesnar lives in Canada when he's not wrestling in WWE. So, uh, but there may be a possibility he might not be able to get back into the country for WrestleMania, which is po- probably why they're gonna, they may t- take that match this week if they can. And if not, then we'll see what happens now because everything is confusing and top it all off, there's a story that came out that this is all a ruse that WrestleMania is not even going to happen in April, that WWE is doing this for insurance purposes because they have a, if city governments, state governments cancel the event, then they get a big payout on their insurance, uh, which is why why they they moved it to Orlando because uh, I, I guess if, if they cancel it themselves, they don't get anything from the insurance. So they're expecting Orlando to cancel it for them. But as, as of right now, that Orlando hasn't canceled anything for them yet. So we'll see what happens. There's a story that WrestleMania might take place the first weekend in June at Madison Square Garden. Then there's other stories that say that WrestleMania will re- will replace SummerSlam in August. Which I, if if they move the Hall of Fame to that weekend, it wouldn't surprise me. But that's all I have for right now. All right, before we start off and go into our reviews of the shows of the week, mm. um. I just want to say, regarding Brock Lesnar, I know the borders are closing, and the one thing I did hear is the only way they'll allow someone to come through the border is if it's for work. Right. So, technically, it is for work, so... Not only that, Brock Lesnar has a private plane. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's even safer that he has the, his private plane yeah. that he could use, and it is for work. So I don't think he would have an issue going back and forth. So I think either way it's happening. We don't have to worry about that match being in jeopardy. And, yeah, and who would want to tell Brock no? <laughs> I don't want to tell. I wouldn't. He he manhandled TSA agents and <laughs> everybody. F5. Yeah. Giving F5s all over the airport with gloves and a mask on. I just want to see that. They need to film that just for fun. <laughs> but I don't know how people would react to it. They yeah. don't have the same humor that we do. So... Yeah, I don't, I just don't think he'll have a problem getting back and forth. Mm, no, possibly and, not. And as far as WrestleMania not happening, I think WWE, with since they said that they're having it in multiple locations. Right, yes, that's another thing. 
That's another thing. They're going to be taping different places. Yeah. So it limits the staff that's there in every place. And not many wrestlers in the same place at the same time. Yeah, which is also why they're not having either Battle Royal this year. Yeah. So two nights. Yeah. And two nights. So it's even spread out. It's spread out even more. So I don't think they would have a problem with it going on. I don't think so. But like I said, with the insurance thing, I don't think they would mind if Orlando shut them down. either. Yeah. They probably wouldn't mind because they would get the majority of their money back. Yeah. But I, I would just say the way they've set it up in multiple locations, if they're really thinking of doing that, the show must go on. So, you know, is it the 16 matches we were going to get? No, it's only eight, but something is better than nothing. But since, uh, since they did add, add and tease matches last night on SmackDown, I have a feeling they'll be doing the same on Raw Monday. Probably. Yeah, probably. So they say eight matches for now, but I have a feeling there's going to be more. Yeah. So, you know, it's a different the, time. Go yeah. ahead. But they're also taking a cue from New Japan, which this year had them the first year they ever did Wrestle Kingdom in two nights. Yeah, yeah. They're they're kind of sh- not necessarily call it sharing ideas, but. It's definitely this company does something, then the other company does it kind of the same. Yeah. You know, they're kind of bouncing back and forth between each other and, and yeah. doing a lot of the same things. And, and, and as we'll talk about, I think last night was a result of what happened Wednesday. With yeah. 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 We'll, we'll get into all yeah. of that here in a bit. So... Yeah, all right. I'm just going to start it off with saying for Monday Night Raw, Edge opening up the show, you know, it was awesome, you know, saying the no DQ match will happen at Mania. Last man standing. Last man standing match. It's kind of what I expected to happen. So it wasn't much of a shock there, but I'm glad they finally said this match is happening that way. I can at least rest with that because it was up in the air and everything's a little weird right now because of everything that's going on. So with them saying this match is finally going to happen, I'm happy. It's going to still be weird and Russell was Wrestle Talk said on one of their videos during the week that it's it's a shame that this is how Edge's return has happened with all of this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of big moments that are going to happen at WrestleMania that should have happened in front of a crowd. But, you know, real life situations, we can't have that right now. So... And again, Raw was at the Performance Center. Everything's happening at the Performance Center right now. I found it a little odd 
the way Becky Lynch showed up. Well, it's come out that that was supposed to be her supposed to be her WrestleMania entrance. The big race yeah. WrestleMania. Yeah. WrestleMania. yeah. It, it would have been the awesome thing to happen at Mania. I have a feeling everybody would have liked it because it's all about the spectacle of the entrance at WrestleMania. This would have been a lot better at WrestleMania. It just looked weird. Her showing up at the Performance Center for a second, I thought she was going to ram into it. (laughs) (laughs) Since, you know, one of the first Performance Center shows that was had was NXT. And they kind of went wild and destroyed it a little bit. So, I think... I think that would have been awesome just to have her kind of damage it a little bit, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I just want more interesting things to start happening at the Performance Center shows because it's not, they're not the best shows, which we'll get into on Wednesday on one of the most amazing shows I have seen. You know, but of course, in WWE fashion, as they've been doing, we got the 2020 Royal Rumble. Hmm. The, the entire, repeat, the entire, the entire thing, thing yeah. which, which I am mad at because we I've talked a lot about it with you guys at work that sometimes whenever Raw lacks a little bit. I tend to fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. And that's and that's exactly what, what happened. I kind of fell asleep a little bit. And by a little bit, I mean I woke up after Raw was over. <laughs> pretty much. So I had to go back and watch the last little bit because I kind of fell asleep. But yeah, nothing new there. The 2020 Royal Rumble... My nose, it just says, and we got the rumble again. Ugh, it finally ended after it was over. But then there was the contract signing between Taker and AJ Styles. <laughs> Which, I think in, in the 30 years The Undertaker's been wrestling, I think that's the first time he's ever signed, had to sign a contract on TV. Not only the first time he's ever had to sign a contract, I think that's the first time he made it into the ring in under a minute. Well, yeah, because <laughs> there was really literally no space. Yeah, yeah, the shortest ramp ever. Not, not, not only that, he, he, he is um, the American badass undertaker. Yeah. And he came out with no hat, no coat. <laughs> With the bandana, with the bandana, yeah, the on. bandana on. I was like, "Where's the motorcycle?" Yeah, that's the only <laughs> thing missing. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think they would have been prepared for that, and pretty sure he wouldn't. They wouldn't have had enough time to have the motorcycle yeah. shipped over to the <laughs> performance center. I wouldn't mind seeing. I think it could have came out the door of the the stage, <laughs> the little stage they had. I don't think the most I could have fit out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind seeing American Badass at, at WrestleMania. Yeah, 
I I wouldn't mind seeing it either, just because these last couple of matches the Undertaker has had has been the phenom Undertaker, and you know he retired, and he he set the coat down and the hat down in the ring with the gloves, so. But he came back and he had more matches. The retirement didn't last. So I think they should have just left that as the retirement of that character. And yeah, if, I think he needs to come out as the American badass Undertaker. I, I've heard a lot of people would hate if that happened, but I don't mind it. Uh, yeah, I just wouldn't be as down on it. As most people. You were going to say something, Drew? Either way it goes. Either character, he's still iconic. So yeah. you're still getting the same thing, just... <laughs> A different version of the Undertaker. Right. Yeah. it's He gets... He has... I think it's him and Mick Foley are the only ones that can pull this off. Yes. That he they can retire... In many different ways. I could see The Undertaker retiring three more times. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, the contract signing. uh, AJ didn't come out, which I think was a bad call. Right. I think he should have shown up and been face-to-face with The Undertaker instead of sending out Gallows and Anderson. Which I found that part to be a little ridiculous because the lights go out and I think they went out for a little too long. It wasn't that long of a walk. (laughs) He literally just had to climb out of the ring and he He was face to face with with Gallows and Anderson. (laughs) So... He he was doing his best Bray cosplay. He wants to be the fiend. <laughs> Maybe that's a tease. Maybe they're gonna do something. No, it's just no. <laughs> the Undertaker. I don't think they would do that. See, speculating again, throwing stuff out there that's probably not gonna happen. But yeah, so he beats up Gallows and Andersons, and that's it. You know, contract signed and. I think that little bit could have been a little better, but I'm not mad at it. And this is the the only match we got okay. the whole three hours. Two hours and 20 minutes. I counted. Yes. When we got live action. <laughs> live action that was actually in ring. Yeah, it lasted, lasted less than five minutes. Yeah, I believe it was on air four minutes total. There was a a commercial break in there, but during the commercial break, they stopped wrestling. Yeah, which, to be funny, I kind of wish they would have caught them off guard. Yeah. (laughs) And if they would have just cut back a couple of seconds earlier, and they still show them just standing standing around. Yeah, just standing around with a coffee or a coke or something <laughs> just kind of chilling and talking while of water and then, over. yeah, yeah. and then they ready. just and then the ref just kind of nudges them Ron. oh 
Yeah. Hey, we're on air. The the lights on, you idiots. Go back to wrestling. <laughs> yeah, but it was Rey Mysterio versus Andrade, and you know, nothing new there. <clears throat> I be- I believe Mysterio won. Yes. Yes, he did. Okay. All right. Like I said, I kind of. Was fell Lucha asleep. time? It was their mandatory yeah, Lucha time. It was the Lucha time. <laughs> so, you know. It's mandatory nothing... every, at least one match. That's all they. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was the same four guys. Yeah. I'm. I'm I don't want to say I'm getting a little tired of it, but. I said that last week. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't agree with you. I tried to defend it a little bit, but. Yeah, I was getting a little tired of it this week. I just did not want to see this match again. And it, I think the only reason I'm down on it is because it's the only match we got. Yeah. yeah. In a three-hour show. And uh, the reason being is that after last Friday's SmackDown, uh, Vince didn't like the fact that there were no fans, so there was no crowd to react to spots. So he didn't really didn't want to have matches. Vince yeah. was an idiot then. Well, yeah. we all know that. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. We didn't need to say it. We know Vince is an idiot. <laughs> but it, it's by default, kind of, because Vince, you're old. So let Triple H take over. No. Pun intended. Yeah, yeah, but, Pun intended. Yeah, Vince, 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 you should be sequestered right now. You shouldn't leave yeah. your house. Ooh. Okay. I don't know if I should say this. Are you gonna? Are you this gonna? Should be quarantined. Damn it. Are you gonna? Are you gonna, oh. are you gonna wish coronavirus on Vince? <laughs> no, I just wish just, quarantine just, on <laughs> Just hear me out a little bit. I know the coronavirus is a serious situation. I've caught some shit for jokes I have made about the coronavirus. But I said at the same time, you can't be serious all the time or else you would be a very angry person, especially with everything going on right now. So, yes, I make coronavirus jokes. But at the same time, I take it seriously because people are dying and yes people are recovering as well so that's a good thing there's positives to look at but maybe someone should just get one of the WWE doctors to lie to Vince (laughs) (laughs) and just be like hey Vince you got the coronavirus and no we can't get you you can't be in charge of these shows. It's too much stress on the body <laughs> since you have coronavirus. So, Vince, you're just going to have to stay at home. We'll get Linda to stay with you. We'll get Shane. He's not doing anything. Yeah. Yeah. Just have him self-quarantine and have Triple H take over. Mm-hmm. Again, but, which, by the way, the, the official uh, name for coronavirus in the wrestling world is Steve Carino. Yeah, it's the Steve Carino <laughs> because 
a lot of some people, I guess, had some issues with saying coronavirus and being demonetized and stuff like that on YouTube. On YouTube, so yeah, it, they just started calling it different things, just so that type of thing wouldn't happen. But for this next bit. I, I know I said I rewatched it, which I did, but it was really late that night. So I just want Drew to take over for the Stone Cold segment <laughs> and explain what all happened because it was pretty damn funny. Yeah. Basically, Austin came out there and described what 316 Day was. <laughs> I couldn't, can't remember what everything that happens that he said. Uh, something, Byron was something, the one. Who yeah, go ahead. Byron was agreeing with him. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. Then he stunned Byron. <laughs> yeah, he said like three sixteen day. You drink a beer in the morning instead of coffee. Uh, three sixteen day. You you uh you you don't you know you you don't let your boss tell you what to do. You tell him what to do. <laughs> I, I, and it was Byron, just really funny. And Byron, everything he said, Byron was holding up these numbers like he was like a, like a judge in the Olympics or something. <laughs> Seven to eight or nine. <laughs> and so after after a, a while, Stone Cold calls him in the ring, and he's like, "Okay, well, you know what? You, you're doing such a great job. Let's have a beer to celebrate 316 Day." He hands him a beer. Byron starts chugging it. You know, as soon as Stone Cold called him in the ring, you know he's getting a stunner. <laughs> and he did. Yeah. I saw the video of it, and Byron sells pretty damn good. Yeah. But before Raw went out the air, Becky came back out. And she yeah. she celebrated with Stone Cold. Yeah. The last time that happened, <laughs> he gave him a stunner on his on his straight up Steve Austin show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was. Kinda, I know. Go ahead. He was kind of defensive. Uh, what's the word? Worried that she was going to stun him again. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which it, it being Stone Cold Steve Austin, I wouldn't be surprised. If they would have said, hey, Steve, look, you're just going to get revenge this time around. (laughs) (laughs) And if they would have had him give Becky a Stone Cold Stunner, I wouldn't have been mad. It would have made it interesting. But at the same time, she's the one going into Mania for a match. So I know they weren't going to do that. But it was still a pretty fun segment, the back and forth. And uh, also, uh, what's their name came out? I was going to call them something else, but that's a different company. (laughs) Montez and... uh, Street Profits. Street Profits. Yeah, the Street Profits. Yeah, they came out and... They also started having a couple beers and going back and forth. And 
you know, they fell victim as well to Stone Cold and his stun nurse. So, yeah, now, it was. Was that what happened after? Because I didn't see that on the show. Yeah, I think that happened after. Okay. I'll because I saw some footage of it. Yeah. I'll think I'll check that but, out. Cause, yeah, because I was going to say, Street Powers didn't go out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that was something that happened after. So it was it was still fun. I saw yeah. some footage of it. So and and, and you know, you know they were happy to take those stunners. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah, I would be happy would to be. take a stunner. I would be too. There's a couple of moves I would be yeah. happy to take, and a stunner would be one of them. So. Yeah, I've taken, a, not, I've taken a pedigree before. You've taken a pedigree before. Yeah, by my ten-year-old cousin. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple. I think we all went through that phase where we would do well, moves around the house. And no, stuff like I that. well, uh, no, but I was already in my twenties. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's it's still fun when yeah, it happens. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I've taken a couple of rock bottoms. I've been pulled. I've been put into the walls of Jericho. And oh, the I sharpshooter. Jason. Yeah. Jason put me in the walls of Jericho when he he sparred me in, in, in he, Taekwondo one night. He, he wanted to. <laughs> he wanted to visit, and he we sparred, and he put me in the walls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of those are legit moves that yes. hurt. <laughs> I mean, gave me yeah. a turn of chair shot. <laughs> okay, that see, that's different. You're related to the intern. No, not only is that different because they're related. That's a chair shot. Yeah, I, I showed you what Edge did to Randy. Did the Edge <laughs> that hey. you gave him a concerto? Yes, I did. Jesus Christ! <laughs> he didn't get hurt. Come on. No wonder he's. No wonder he wasn't there last week. Yeah, that's that's the reason. Yeah, he went much. away because he's he had a con. He wasn't he, at his grandma's. He was, he was at the a, hospital. He was at a local medical facility. He was under concussion protocol. <laughs> yeah, he was under concussion protocol. Grandma was taking care of him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just. I I don't know. I don't like that we only got one match and it didn't even go that long. It wasn't a great episode of Raw. No. 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 The only thing that I heard throughout the week, and like Johnny said, that they're recording a lot of stuff so they can put it out there, is that I hope they record so much that we can just start getting recorded matches instead of stuff we've already seen. Which, so. which is better than than that. Yeah. I I have hope still. I'm yeah. still going to watch Raw. I'm still going to watch SmackDown because I'm a fan at heart. But I just want better content. I want so. new content. Yeah. New, yes. okay, not only new content, better content. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, work on that. You have the performance center for this whole time. You know, make great use of it. 
give us matches that are a bit more interesting. So for this next bit, since I didn't get to watch NXT, well, <laughs> okay, did, this did, is okay. This is the part where he's gonna get triggered. Yeah, and I'm talking about Drew. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna send this over to Drew because I didn't even bother watching NXT because mm-hmm. was it even worth it? I I didn't mm. either because I already knew they had already talked about what what was gonna happen. <laughs> I, I I knew I knew, even before he watched it I knew there was there wasn't any anything new on there, no matches. Nope, not one single match. But but so, I, I I didn't say anything because I didn't want to let him down. Basically, they basically did three WrestleMania commercials, I guess, or not WrestleMania. They did three commercials. First, they did this whole segment of Johnny and Tomasa talking back and forth about coming up together leading to whatever it's leading to. Yeah. How they became DIY, DIY and all this other stuff and them talking about everything that led up to now. That was one segment. The second one was basically Finn Balor, him coming up, leaving, going to the main roster and coming back leading up to this. And the third one was basically the same thing, but of Rhea. <laughs> all it was for two hours, basically interviews. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so not a lot there yeah. from the sounds of it. Right. So but they the only... a lot of the DIY tag team matches. It showed okay. highlights from all their matches coming up. So some of it I haven't seen. Like Yeah. They showed them their, their tag team ladder match against AOP or parts of the highlights of it. Okay. I've never seen that. So I might have to go back and start watching those takeovers. <laughs> yeah. So the one question I'm going to throw out there because all of this, you know, the only thing that isn't canceled is WrestleMania. And obviously the Rhea Charlotte match is going to happen at WrestleMania. So, do you think since now everything NXT is canceled, as far but, as I know? Well, that's another thing. There, there was a word that there, uh, a lot, some of the takeover matches are actually going to take place the Wednesday before WrestleMania on NXT. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was unsure of, is maybe they... They were going to do some of the NXT matches on WrestleMania because of no NXT show. That could happen, too. Yeah. I don't know. Especially if they pre-tape them. Yeah. I just don't know how this is going to happen still. I don't think anybody knows. You know. It's weird. It's weird. Yeah, Everything's weird right now. Yeah. If we sound a little off, it's because there's a lack of knowing right now of what's actually going to happen. And, and, and by the way, if if you're listening to this podcast, uh, wrestling has lots of weight does practice social distancing. Yes. <laughs> yes. We've been doing it since before. Since day so, one. We're the 
innovators of this. <laughs> <laughs> and now a, a lot more people are doing it. Uh, yes. Yesterday I was watching the news and half of the, the newscasters were, were at their house doing the news. Yeah. If only we could work from home. If Yes. Yeah. <laughs> my uh, my older sister is a medical assistant, and I told her I said, "We're the only two in the only two professions right now that still have to work." Yeah, yeah, but my, she gets to work from home. My youngest, no, no, she doesn't. She she works for Texas Oncology. She oh, works, okay. That's that's my older sister. Oh, okay. My younger sister, she she works for State Farm, and now she gets to work from home now. Yeah. Yeah. What we need to do is just have an app where we can just have the customers at the store. Yeah. And we can connect via our phone and we can get mistreated that way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, can get, I can get yelled at from the comfort of my own home. Yeah, I'll be a bed getting yelled at. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. By the way, but, it's not our fault. Okay. Yeah. Be patient. Uh, you know, people are hoarding hoarding stuff. They don't need to hoard toilet paper and paper towels and water. You know, I I, I get the the gloves and the masks and and the Lysol and the wipes. But yeah. Which I'm gonna go a little off topic real quick, just because I can. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one of one of the things I heard yesterday, we know the medical facilities that are trying to handle this as best as they can, like everybody else is trying to do. There's a shortage of gloves and masks and all that kind of thing that they need. Uh, there's a lot of shows that film. The one I watch is called uh, Chicago Med. Yeah. Which, you know, there's Chicago Fire, there's Chicago PD. But right now, they can't film for the same situation that we're all in, that they don't want the large groups together and stuff like that. So I heard all the medical shows that have extra masks and gloves laying around, they collect it and they're sending it to the hospitals now. Yes, my my sister's telling me about that. She watches the... Grey's Anatomy and The Good Doctor and they're all doing that too. So. Yeah. I just thought it was pretty cool that that's yeah. one of the things they were doing. So, yeah. You know, try to help each other. You know, we said that last week. And so, if you listen to this and you're a Walmart customer, treat us <laughs> right and we will treat you right. Yes. Yeah. Treat me right and I will give you toilet paper. <laughs> Oh my god. Just, just because just because the store opens at seven doesn't mean you have to bum rush the store at seven o'clock. Yeah. Meet me in the back of the store in five minutes, I'll give you toilet paper. You don't have to pay for it. No, you didn't hear that from me. You didn't hear that from me. I did not say that. Uh, all right. Enough of that. So since Dynamite. NXT, since NXT what didn't happen this week, and we skipped it last week, let's talk about last week's episode. Oh, he wants to go back. Oh, yes, okay. I do. Okay, we missed right. a great episode last he, week. Did y'all watch it? No. 
No, I did <laughs> he not. He must have rewind. Oh, okay, geez. we're gonna rewind a little bit, and we're gonna let we're gonna let Drew take this over yeah. for a second. Well, Go ahead, Drew. Last week we had two championship matches and two qualifying matches and a brawl. <laughs> First of all, they start out the show with Keith Lee facing Cameron Grimes for the North American Championship. It was a great yeah. match. Cameron Grimes actually put up a good fight. Mm-hmm. Because he kept concentrating on Keith Lee's knees. So, yeah. that's, big, that's the best way to take a big man down. Yeah. But in the end, Keith Lee ended up winning because Damian Priest hit him with a uh, nightstick while the ref wasn't looking. Yes. I, yeah. I remember that. And then Dominic Dyshikovic comes out and runs off Keith Lee after the match and runs off Damien. But when yeah. Keith Lee gets up, he attacks Dominic. So yeah. we don't know if Keith Lee knew who attacked him or what. So so now you think they might be in on it together? Don't know. But I mean, Damian sometimes... Keith Lee after ahead. the match, Dominic saves him. And Keith Lee turns on Dominic, so he—I guess he just didn't know who attacked him. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, interesting storyline s- they're building there. Yeah, I know. Sometimes they tend to capitalize on how things look, mm-hmm. so they could use it here. You know, with Keith Lee not being sure on who to go after, and. They might have planned for it to look one way, but it looked another way. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's all about it's all about tag teams sometimes, and mm-hmm. they like doing tag team matches as well on NXT a lot. So, yeah, that could be something they set up, but I don't know when they would set it up for. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. And I'm sure this match probably is not going to happen. But now they're still having the qualifying for the ladder match. Yeah. For the number one contender for uh, Rhea's title. Or whoever wins at SmackDown at WrestleMania's title. Between her and Charlotte. Yeah. Uh, Mia Yim beat Dakota Kai to qualify for that ladder match. That was a good match. Right. And then afterwards, Dakota Kai's friend Rachel attacked yeah. Mia Yim. And then after that, we had a Kashida fought Raul Mendoza. It was, it was an okay match, but you, Kushida had this interesting finisher. Okay. It was a Spanish fly off the top rope into an armbar when he landed, and he made him. Holy sh! Yeah, it's pretty good. What? <laughs> okay, I do have this on my DVR still, so. I yeah. might have to go back and watch that. Yeah, I think I do too. Look, <laughs> that was Crap, an interesting. And then uh, Rhea came out talking about Charlotte. Charlotte came out. Fans chanting, "Go back to Raw." Also chanting, "Don't go here." <laughs> <laughs> they got into a fight, and then Charlotte put Rhea in the figure four around the ring post. Yeah. And 
Left or laying in the ring. Okay. My thought on that is uh, my initial thought on who would win is I would chase. Uh, I was saying from the beginning, Charlotte is going to win this. And she would have the NXT championship, but on the main roster. So all these NX, all this NXT talent would have to come back to try and win it from her on main roster because she wouldn't be on NXT every week. Right. I don't think she would be on NXT at all. So it's interesting. Well, when they had them show, she showed up the last two couple of weeks. Yeah, but that's just because of the build to WrestleMania. Yeah. If she were to win it at WrestleMania, I don't think she would ever come back. I think Maybe she, the first week. Or I think she'd just show up at TakeOvers, maybe defend it there. Yeah, that too, because TakeOver is more of a... A lot of people watch TakeOver more than NXT itself, just because they know of the caliber of matches they have at TakeOver. But... Those happen how often? Like once every three months. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, they're doing five a year now. Yeah, five yeah. Years. Yeah, so brain would knows. you keep it? <laughs> the brain knows. Even if he doesn't watch NXT, the brain knows. God, he's so good. <laughs> yeah, I just don't know if they would keep it on her that long. I don't know how long would be a good time for her to keep it if she does win it. I don't know if they let her win it. I'm I'm just lost on this match in a good way. Yeah. It's one of those matches that have you guessing and you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know which way Vince is leaning. Yeah. Because at first I thought Charlotte's winning. Because that would bring, that would bring Rhea up to the main roster to challenge for it and just stay on the main roster after that. But I don't know if they would do that now just because of how strong Rhea's looking. I think if Charlotte beats her, a lot of people wouldn't take her. They would still take her seriously, but she would lose a lot by losing to Charlotte, I think. Rhea could beat Charlotte, and Charlotte wouldn't lose anything. She could just go back to fighting for one of the women's championships on main roster. But if Rhea loses, I don't know where that puts her. Yeah, I just don't know. In a good way. Like I said, I don't know. So that's my thoughts on that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> then we had the next qualifier for the women's match where Tegan Knock beats Diana Perrazzo. Yeah. <laughs> I guess yeah. that's her name. Yeah. Qualifier. Yeah. And that was, I didn't really watch that match. I just found out who won. <laughs> <laughs> then we had a, the Broser Waits and Unan Undisputed Era 
in their tag title match. But before they did, the Dream came out and challenged Adam Cole for the NXT championship. Adam Cole says, well, why? You didn't beat, your, beat Strong in the cell match. Why should you get a title shot? Um, I don't yeah. know where they're going to go with that or how they're going to make that up, but he's kind of right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. It's kind of right. He hasn't done nothing to deserve it yet, so we'll see where yeah. they go with that. Yeah, which you know, I like. I said I don't. I don't get a chance to watch a lot of NXT, but ever since Drew is all over it. I I have watched it a little more, not as of recent, but I did watch it a little more. I just feel bad for them. Yeah. Because the main <laughs> roster is getting the attention. They're getting all the time at the performance center. I think it would be nice if they would set some time aside for NXT to record some things. Yeah. And their takeover is completely gone. They don't even get to have it anymore. No. Yeah. Yeah. Which I want to bring up one thing later on of uh, a certain superstar who has been talking these ever since yesterday. I don't know if y'all have heard about it. You're talking about Strowman? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We'll get that. We'll get into that in a little bit. There's a a little frustration going on there, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I feel bad for everyone in NXT, especially the Broserwits because they got this push and they had that big win and they have the tag titles. And yeah. They're just kind of being pushed off to the side. As far as that match goes, they fought undisputed air for the titles. That was the yeah. second title match of the night. Oh, it was a great match. Back and forth, back and forth, all the way. But the gri Grizzled Young Veterans came out. And yeah. And under Speed Era, the championship. So, Rosa Waits retained. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, me... I, go ahead, I just Johnny. Hope, I, I just hope Pete Dunn didn't go back to the UK because for the time being, he can't come back. Yeah, and I have a feeling that they knew after that day that they might not be doing a lot with NXT. So I have a feeling he did go back. Yeah. But then if he, if he does for some reason have to come back, it's for work and you know, well, that travel is supposedly well, allowed. So no, not from the UK. That was just from Canada. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Again, so much going on that he might be able to come back. He might not. Who knows? But that's – he's not a very big guy like Brock is and how I said I wouldn't mess with him if he tried to come through the airport to go on his private plane. But I wouldn't mess with him either. No, he'd break all your fingers and your toes. No. Uh, not my fingers. There's not my reason, fingers. There's a reason they call him the bruiser weight. Yeah, yeah. I would not fuck with Pete Dunn. Okay. No, it sound it sounds like it was a really good episode of NXT. And it's just a shame. And we have one more thing. 
Okay. Johnny Gargano and Tomasa fought everywhere in the around that thing. They yes. fought in the weight room. He threw Tomasa <laughs> through the glass door of the weight room. Yeah. Tomasa hit him with one of the weights. <laughs> well, I guess yeah. they figured. I think guess they figured no one's gonna be working out there for a while anyway. They can destroy it. Yeah. yeah. And the perch yeah. that's behind the uh, announce team. Yeah. Tomasa did his drop that he did on John, on Adam Cole off the top of the War Games cage. He did yes. that drop with on Johnny through the announce table. Yeah. And like just I said, it. just watch it. it it's incredible. Yeah. That fight was incredible. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go through and watch it tonight. But like I said, I had heard of some of this stuff that happened because NXT, like I said, was the first show that did it from the Performance Center. And to go from that to what we're getting now, they set the bar high for the performance shows, Performance Center shows, and they haven't delivered. No. No. So, yeah, I just, I feel sorry for them that they're able to put on that high caliber of a show and they're the ones getting pushed off to the side now. So, yeah, it's, it's not a good spot for NXT, but, you know, once this all clears up, it might take a little bit of time, but they'll, they'll get back into it and it'll be like they never missed a day. They'll yeah. probably just continue all their storylines where they left off. Yeah. I just wish we could go to that now because I hate I hate this crazy time we're in right now. And to think we we actually had considered at one point getting tickets for this this Monday's Raw was gonna be the first Raw show in Fort Worth. Yeah. Yeah, which <laughs> One of our other friends that used to go to a couple of shows with us, but he had a couple of things going on where he couldn't go to much anymore. He was finally going to this show in Fort Worth. And he was excited about it, and now he can't. So, yeah. yeah. Feel bad for... I feel bad for all the fans. Yes as much as the wrestlers because we're all losing in a way right now, but I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to go down the dark road, even though in a way I am because we're getting into the smackdown of this Friday right now, which again, wasn't all that great. I think. Hey, it had more wrestling than Raw did. Yes, it did. <laughs> that that is the one positive. Is it's sad that I have to say this. I'm glad I watched SmackDown, and that there was actual matches on SmackDown. <laughs> yeah, it started off with Mojo and Gronk <laughs> in the <laughs> ring. With Michael Cole, because we know now Gronk is with WWE. And yeah. I know he'll wrestle here and there, but I think the reason they got Gronk is because of his name. Yeah, so he's going to host WrestleMania. 
Yeah. I think they're going to get him to host a lot more than actually wrestle. I I believe he's going to have two matches, a couple matches, maybe not not, not that many. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that that segment with Michael Cole in the ring, it was more of an interview because it's been a while since Gronk has shown up in the WWE. So they have to get people to see his face so they start recognizing who he is. Yeah. yeah. Because they, they did show a video package and most of it was from when he helped Mojo win the win the Battle Royal WrestleMania a couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's pretty much the only thing he's done in WWE so far. So yeah. Potential there because of his name. But that's one of those things that, that would they would have to do correctly. I could I could see this backfiring. I'm not gonna get into it yet. I just wanna see where it goes. <laughs> yeah, he already has his own music. So yeah. that's a good sign of them actually investing somewhat in him from the beginning. So I just hope it I just hope it works out. And the first match we had was Shunsuke and Cesaro versus Daniel Bryan and Drew Gulak, which really good match. I listened. I had to listen to the majority of it because I was doing something else at the time. But, yeah, I said it last week, and this proves it, that Daniel Bryan and Drew Gulak are a really good tag team that I didn't know I wanted. And uh, Sammy got on commentary. Yes. Missed Triple H already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No Triple H here. <clears throat> Which. Don't know I don't why. know. I don't he know why either. Week. Maybe. I think Triple H was there last week just because it was the first show without the arena, without the fans in the arena. Yeah. And you know, other other than Vince, he runs a lot of risk as well. If he was to go back and forth a lot, because you know he has young kids and Stephanie, so he has his family to think of and stuff like that. So that might be it. But just take care of the guy. Have him come through, but be real careful. They're careful. I would have had him there. It lacked. He was definitely missed on the commentary. (laughs) I think that's the first time Michael Cole's ever done the whole show by himself. Yeah. Which, again, even though it had a lot of wrestling, he needed someone with him. You can't go from having Triple H with them last week and the awesome chemistry they had to just Michael Cole and his boring self. <laughs> yeah. Tells you yeah. how important Corey is now, doesn't it? <laughs> Fine. Fine. Okay. Okay. 2019 worst announcer of the year. But yet he's missed when he's not there. 
<laughs> I didn't say him. I just said Cole did not need to be alone. Yeah. But he's the one that's with him. <laughs> fine, fine. I missed Corey Graves. There, I said it. <laughs> Last week, I said I don't like him, and I still don't. I think he gets mad way too much. <clears throat> but fine. He was missed this week. If we can't have Triple H, give us Corey Graves. <laughs> yeah. So, Daniel Bryan and Drew Gulak win. I just really like this team. And I just want to see what they do with it. And, and after the match, we did have uh, – they, they all, all four of them, they, or five of them, they confronted in the back. And Daniel challenged Sammy to a match for the IC title at WrestleMania. Yeah. And uh, Sammy said, only if next week Drew Gulak can beat Shinsuke. Yeah. That's going to so, be a good match. Yeah. Which, seen as the timeline and how short it is between now and WrestleMania, it kind of gives away what's going to happen next week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Drew's going to win. Yes. I think it could have been drawn out a little more to where Drew could have lost next week. And that's when Drew would have been like, okay, let me redeem myself for Daniel. Put me in a two-on-one match. And I think if anybody can handle a two-on-one match now, it's Drew Gulak because of the build he's getting. And you know, WWE likes doing two-on-ones and three-on-ones from time to time. So, if they only had... Yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, if only they had one more week, it would have made that great. It's still going to be a great moment at WrestleMania because this match is going to happen for the IC title. But do they want to leave the rain that small for Sammy? I don't know. Probably. But, but, okay. Yeah, he's probably, I think they're going to keep the title on Sammy. But it's obviously not going to be fair. It's going to be because of interference. There's going to be a distraction or something like that. And that's how he's going to get the win. He's not going to win clean. That's just what I think. But after that. I think Daniel will lose and Drew will end up taking it from Sammy. So you think that. Okay. So let's say that does happen. Okay. Drew will take it. Not at WrestleMania. Um, Obviously. Right. He'll fight Daniel. Fight Sammy at WrestleMania. After yeah. that, whenever they have their next pay per view, Drew challenge him. Drew can take have Gulak take it and give him some a bigger push than he's getting now with Daniel. Yeah. So would you keep that tag team together 
and make it just a friendly match between the two of them for the IC title? Or do you just keep Daniel Bryan out of that title picture? No, have Daniel lose to Sammy, have Sammy keep it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So then if Drew Gulak wins it, does just Daniel, Daniel not challenge him? <laughs> no, just keep him out of it. I'm already trying to put in tension between yes, you both are. of them. <laughs> it doesn't need to be needed. It doesn't, not needed. It doesn't need to be. Yeah, I don't think that'll happen. But that way you, push you know me, I like to speculate. So <laughs> I throw the stuff out there because you never know. He's, he's not only the trigger, he's the instigator. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's my... Well, we know the trigger is my name, but I also like to instigate, so I'm also the instigator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but after that, we had uh, our repeat match of the night, which was Bray versus Cena. Also had Paige announce a match. Yes, Paige was there, but wasn't at the same time. Yeah, it was Skype. (laughs) Once again, yeah, once again, they got us. I should have known better. She was there, but she wasn't there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Once again, I was disappointed. I just wanted to see her in person. Although I will say, I like that outfit that uh, Sasha had on. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that is the one thing I noticed is Bailey came out in her just regular ring gear that she comes out with, but Sasha's a different thing. Yes. I've always said Sasha is just I'm a man. So <laughs> Sa- <laughs> Sasha is very nice Sasha. to look at. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I'm just sad that she's already married. <laughs> because not that we have a chance, but it's still sad. <laughs> yeah, it was a nice outfit. But after all of that. And Paige announced a six-pack challenge for the SmackDown women's title. Yes. With Lacey Evans, Dana Brooke, Tamina, Naomi, <laughs> Sasha, and Bailey. Okay, yeah. okay. I, I have to ask, why Tamina? I have no idea. I why think not, every why not Carmella. <laughs> I think everybody social distancing with Corey. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, that's true. Okay. Well then, <laughs> they they you know at least you know they could have seen Nia Jax was ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Just anybody but Tamina would have worked. You have Mandy and, and Sonya too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> throw Sonya in there. Yeah, yeah. Because you know Mandy's going to be involved with the whole Dolph Ziggler Otis feud. Yeah, so she can't be a part <laughs> of this we'll because she's involved with another storyline. And I Maybe know Sonya. But I, I had to ask the same question that, that Tasha, Sasha did. The, I, I don't know, Tamina still worked there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she hasn't been around for a while. I mean, so you I saw think, her in, in the Rumble was the last time you saw her. Yeah, but the Rumble was a blur. 
It's like, uh, yeah, in fact, I think the last two years, the only time she's appeared is on the Rumble, Rumble match. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you so, use your athletes for WWE? Yes. Yeah. 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 She, she's definitely the odd woman out of the bunch. Everybody else works. So, yeah. I just would have used someone else. Nia Jax, anybody. And this is also also going to be an elimination match. Yes. So, I want to. I don't want to predict on it just yet, but I think since they put obviously Bailey's in there because she's the champion, but who would win it? Let's just. Get your opinions here, since they named all these, all these people. Which one of them do you think would win it? I don't think I'd like any of any of them as wrestler. I think Lacey's <laughs> going to win. You think Lacey's going to win? Yes, I think Lacey will too. Because they've had it on a hill for almost a year since Money <laughs> in the Bank. <laughs> because because I I also think I think. Uh, it, Charlotte, and, I mean not Charlotte, but Bailey and Sasha—they're they're, going to implode. Yeah, during the match. Thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. Which leads to what I think. Again, stirring things up. I think Sasha wins, hmm. and they start feuding again. Again. Yes. The proper feud. They didn't do yeah. that the last time. Yeah. This time, let's get the proper feud, and Sasha, please don't get injured, because that's what stops her momentum most of the time, is she finally gets to that top spot, and then she gets injured. So, yeah, since they named it a six-pack challenge, I think Sasha Banks wins, and they don't end up being friends for long, because Bailey want her title back. Oh, who's the heel? Or are they both still heels? Uh, both heels. <laughs> both okay. heels. It'd be weird, but both heels. Yeah. But, you know, they fought a lot in NXT and had one of their best matches in NXT against each other. So, you just have them go, go from there and build the tension up a little more and have that great match between the both of them in singles competition. So, yeah, I think that's where that is headed, but we don't know yet. We'll see. And I'm, I'm going to mention this next match, but since it was from a couple of years ago and I don't want to get into it for certain reasons. <laughs> we know. We know. But I will say, I enjoyed this replay better than the last two replays because it wasn't recent. It, was it wasn't years. recent, and it wasn't long. True. Wasn't long. Yeah. One or two segments. It didn't take half an hour or yeah. half the show. <laughs> or 40 minutes, half the show. It was a quick match, and it was six years ago. And it ties into the story of now, of what's happening now. Yes. Yeah. So I, I didn't mind this replay. 
I guess I didn't either. <laughs> but, you know, I don't I don't like the outcome of the match, but I don't have to because that led to something so much better. But like I so. said yesterday, any Bray is good Bray. <laughs> Even if we've seen it before and he lost the match, any Bray is good Bray. Even if he comes back out as Husky Harris? That's not Bray. <laughs> That's Husky Harris. That's Different not character. Bray. That's not Bray. <laughs> what, what, about, what about Wyndham Rotunda? Well, that's real life, so that's not no. right. <laughs> you know, it's not like he went into the lake of reincarnation again, because they're not going to do that anymore. We'll talk about that it's soon. It's a little too early for the segue now. Hold on. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, we'll talk about that soon. Yes. But well, let's get yeah. through this episode. <laughs> let's let's go to a completely different company. No, it's still a little too soon. For we're, that. Yeah, we're not done with SmackDown yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we're obviously talking about the first time Bray lost to John Cena at WrestleMania 30. Yeah. Yes, in 2014. Which. Didn't like it at the time, but I can respect it, I guess, just because of where it led. Yeah. Which, by the way, this Sunday night, they're going to show the entirety of WrestleMania 30 on ESPN. Which proves because, there's no sports going on in the world. Yes. Because yes. <laughs> everything is canceled. Yeah. I'll probably watch it. <laughs> I'll probably watch it. I do it. I'm going to go to the network and watch it. <laughs> Yeah, I'll that just go to get, the network. Though. That way I don't get commercial breaks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, after all that, you know, we got Miz and Morrison in the ring. I really like this. <laughs> that was funny. Them yeah. going back and forth as New Day, the bacon. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I'm, I know they were mocking the Usos, they were mocking New Day and Heavy Machinery. Yeah. But it was funny. The bacon, the <laughs> bacon was the best. <laughs> because we we all know why they were dressed as bacon. Because of it, it ties in with Mandy and the ham she because gave them and all that. Yes. Bacon. <laughs> yes, yes. Couldn't find a ham costume. So they just used bacon, but it's the same thing. So <laughs> it's the same animal. It's the same animal. Yeah. Yeah. It's all the same. It's all the same. But you know, those recorded segments and just the way it was cut, it, it was pretty awesome. And you know, it it just led to heavy machinery coming out and they don't like being made fun of. So they had a match. They started a match with Miz and Morrison, and it was a really good match. I enjoyed it, and one of the main reasons I enjoyed it is because of we've always seen Otis as this happy guy, and there was that little bit there where he was mad because of the Mandy Ziegler thing. But I've never seen him this level of yeah. mad before. Ziggler putting pictures on the 
Jumbotron of him and Mandy's personal life. Yes. <laughs> sent him over the edge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They really sent him over the edge. And I, I think I enjoyed it. This maybe not to get ahead of my to get ahead of myself a little bit here. Maybe this is how they should have ended the show. Yeah. Because yep. he went off on Miz and Morrison. Yeah. To him. Yeah. It was great. Tucker tried to, but hey. Yeah. Tucker tried to calm him down a little bit, didn't but work. it didn't work. It didn't work. He was just too focused and took out everybody. Yeah. So, yeah. And I, it was the best. It, it's like the dark side of Otis now. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like it. This is how they should have ended it. You know, him going with the chair shots back and forth between everybody. With, who was it? It was Ziegler and... Miz and Morrison. Miz and Morrison. And Miz and Morrison. He was going <clears throat> off on everybody. So, yeah. It, it was awesome to watch it. And him getting broke down that way. This is how they should have been this show. It was an awesome, awesome visual. Yeah. Which I have a feeling we're not going to talk about this next segment a lot because it was, it was just your typical. Oh. Well, well, one, one more side note to that. Uh, you, you, you didn't see Robert Rue there because he also lives in Canada. Yeah. So, yeah, which yeah. I I think they kind of mentioned in a way. Yeah, I remember them saying something about it. So, you know, just keeping it real. Robert Rude couldn't make it in either, so that's why you didn't see him. Or else it would have been just another victim to the Otis chair shots. Probably yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they would have just fed everybody to Otis. <laughs> yeah. That's how they should have ended the night. And uh, Michael Cole did slip up once and called Tucker Tucker Knight. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he slipped up. But, you know. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we allow it because yeah. it's just performance center smackdown. So yeah. <laughs> it's allowed. And this next segment, it was just your regular old contract signing. Yeah. I just remember saying, well, that went off without a problem. Really, it was just, really not even a regular because there was no fight that broke out. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. I was, I was sitting there watching that, and I, I realized something. I really don't care about this match one way or the other. I have no interest in this match you, whatsoever. You, no. Yeah, there's not really a build to it. No, I don't no. care if Goldberg wins. I don't care if Roman wins. I don't even care to watch the damn match. It has no interest to me whatsoever. Yeah. And I have a feeling a lot of people feel the exact same way. So I think this is where this is where uh, WrestleMania is going to lack a little bit. Yeah. This is the one match where a lot of people are going to tune out. I mean, at, at this point, we all know Roman's going to win. Yeah, and they're going to try to make this your main event, and I don't see it being main event worthy. Okay, so, I so hope not. The, the word is with the WrestleMania split, this match is going to be on night 
two, and that Drew Brock matches will be on number line number one. I think that's a mistake. But is this yeah. going to be the main event at night number two? It, it would have to. Possibly, yes. Since it's for the main, the blue universal title. I would rather see maybe Edge and Randy as the main event. Maybe this right before it. <laughs> yeah. I think that it's, would seriously outrate this. Even yeah. H said so. <laughs> yeah. If you follow the tweets. Yeah. If they're not going to have Brock Lesnar, Drew McIntyre headlining night two, I think it has to be Edge versus Randy Orton. Because yeah. you don't want to end with this match. I, I think at take, that point. Go ahead. I would even take Cena and The Fiend over this match. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They could yeah. do that one as well. But if they're not going to do Cena Fiend and they're yeah. not going to do Drew McIntyre Brock Lesnar, I don't think this is the way to go. Right. A lot of people are going to know it's doing, the last match. I and they would him, just turn it off. Yeah. I could see them doing like all of SmackDown on one night and doing all the root, uh, Raw championships on one night. Yeah. And with Drew. I mean, with Fina in the scene, they're on SmackDown, so they could be on that night with Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> Roman, maybe they'll get the headline match. <laughs> Hope so. Did you hear what you said? Yes. He, you no. mixed up the names. You said Fina and the scene. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, well. Y'all knew what we I know meant. What you, we okay. know what he meant. Fina, okay. Fina is the gas station where they sell tacos. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and I don't know what the scene is <laughs> I don't know what that is either yeah I just hope they don't end it that way but they might who knows either way this is probably going to go down in history as one of the most different Wrestlemania's we've ever seen and it's also gonna one set, indeed it's going to set another attendance record the least attended. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. The least attended record. But if Zero. they're gonna, if they're going to do the two night thing this year, next year when they can really have it in the actual stadium, they need to keep it at two nights. Then what do you do a takeover? Yeah. Well, then you're going to move everything back. Takeover. Do takeover on the Wednesday instead on of doing next week. No on Friday night. No, Friday yeah, SmackDown. Do Takeover Wednesday and the Hall of Fame Thursday. SmackDown Saturday. I mean Friday WrestleMania Saturday and Sunday. Roman. So you gonna put Takeover on USA? No, it's still on the network. Yeah, it's still on the network. Okay, so you gonna do it after <coughs> air the episode of NXT no, don't on even, USA? Don't even air NXT. Don't even air NXT that week. But then USA is gonna get mad at you. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Show video packages like that. This. No. this is throwing everything off. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think next year they just go back to the regular format. Yeah. Uh-huh. People would five, understand. Five hour long show. Yeah. It was just a one time thing. It's a seven hour show. Yeah. Well, we sat in our seats for seven hours. Okay. But that's because you got the pre show and all this other stuff. Which was awesome. <laughs> yeah, but the end, by the end of the night, we were really tired. So, yeah, but tired in a good way. 
yeah. So yeah, Freddie had to settle for a dollar a dollar mini beer. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't know. This WrestleMania is definitely going to be interesting, but this, like I said, it's going down his history as, you know, one of the most unique ones for certain reasons. reasons. All the wrong reasons. reasons. Yes. So that was pretty much everything on WWE this week. So we're going to go over to Dynamite. We're going to end on a high note. Yes. This is why I left Dynamite for the end. Because you get all the bad stuff out of the way of not all of it was bad but you know it had its moments it, it had its moments but it does not compare to dynamite this week this is how good dynamite this is how you put together a show with no fans it was so good that you, i'm going to i'm, I'm going to put so my phone up that. What's up? I said it was so good. After a while, you didn't even notice there were no fans. Yeah, I completely forgot there was no fans. I tend to take some notes during the show, during the shows to kind of have points to talk about because it's a lot of wrestling to go through and I can't remember it all. But this is my note for Dynamite. All it says is. And that's how you open up a show, thanks to the elite. I did not take any notes. That's the first time in a while that I just sat there and I watched a show without taking any notes. I took notes because I knew I'd forget stuff. <laughs> yeah, see. <laughs> I, I really, did. Yeah, yeah. So, Drew... Okay. Let's do this. We start out with Cody in the ring by himself. It's all dark. Talking about the inner circle and how he needs help from the inner circle. Then who comes out? Oh, Matt and Kenny come out. Saying they're yes. yeah, they're, they got his back. Then Matt asks Hangman to come out. And asked him if he has his back. He said yes. And if you read the little tag above Hangman, because he always put a funny tag, he goes, he's been social distancing since November. <laughs> Which I thought was great. Yes, that's funny a tag. great line to put in there. And he says he's got their back too. And yeah. really Nick, Nick's hurt. He can't fight. So now with step five on four for Blood and Guts next week. For now, oh, well, hold on. Now, now, next week, not next week. Everything they say, they matches that they said were on the the next dynamite. Next dynamite. Yes. Yeah. Whenever it Which, is. Yeah. <laughs> I know and, they have. We'll get into this later, but go ahead. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I, I don't know if y'all want to hear the news now or after we finish. Uh, let's save it for after we go through okay. this whole show. All right. Yes, because. Uh, Okay, I don't Spoilers. want to bring you down. I don't want to bring you down. Yeah, uh, right. I probably am, but go ahead. Well, they start the show, fireworks and everything. They have the wrestlers that aren't in the matches out <laughs> around the match. Yes, 
watching the, watching the action. So that we got good. fans. They're just the wrestlers that work there. Yes. I thought yes. It was a great idea. So good. I like MJF Rich. placing bets. With Sean Spears on the matches. With Sean Spears. <laughs> so good. It was great. Yeah. And I just love taking notes. <laughs> yeah. And MJF, I love his excuse saying that he's he has so much money that he's just going to forget the winner's person. Let let guys that usually aren't on TV to have, have their moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really like, since we're talking about how, how they were out there as fans, but they're obviously the wrestlers that were there for the night. I like how it was the heels on one side and the faces on the other. Yeah. <laughs> and the whole, every match they had, you would just hear them yelling back and forth. Yeah. Which is fact, why I think it worked. Yes. During that first match, I heard someone, I don't know who it was, but I heard, heard them doing a chant. They were saying, <laughs> best friend of the best, best friend number one. <laughs> they stole on the chant. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. It was just yeah. amazing. What did you think of the King of Sloth style? On <laughs> <laughs> he fell asleep. He fell asleep. Yes. He <laughs> fell asleep. He walks out there. He sits down, props his feet up, puts the headphones on, instantly headset on. falls asleep. He, he even, <laughs> even put the headsets on like he was going to talk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love Orange Cassidy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is. He's great. Yeah. That that was just great. <laughs> Halfway through the match between the best friends and Lucha Brothers, we tried to get a hug. Yeah. They stopped the yeah. hug, did the elbow bump. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The, the hug is always getting stopped now. Right. Yeah. Which no, right now, I think whenever they stop it, it never happens. It's like they're saving up for that one big hug. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I have a feeling after this whole thing blows over, everybody's going to be hugging everyone else. Just yeah. You haven't gotten that contact in so long. Yeah. yeah. That's why I think they're saving it. Yes. Because once all of that blows over, that first big hug is going to be the best. Yeah. And it's not just going to be the best friends. I'll, I'll predict that later. <laughs> I'll give my prediction for that later. But yeah, best friends versus the Lucha Bros. Amazing. Perfect way to start off the show. Good match. Perfect way. Yes. The Lucha Brothers yeah. end up winning. Even after Orange Cassidy did his <laughs> orange dive. Yeah. Off the... <laughs> yeah. It wasn't really a dive. It was more like a fall. Yeah, I don't think I don't think there was enough height there to call it the dive, but it's the dive spot that he does. But yeah, it was just the perfect way to start off the show. And and uh, another thing about this is that the entire show, you you had Taz on commentary with Jr. and Excalibur. Yes, and Tony yeah. was doing interviews around the ring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it gave it a different feel. Yes. 
it was like we were back in the late 80s, early 90s style of show. I don't know. It was amazing. Well, well, that's Cody's whole thing anyway. He likes the old school. Yeah. 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 I liked it. And after the Lucha Brothers got the win, they had the little interview. And I don't believe they let this fly, but Chuck Saylor says dick <laughs> in the interview. <laughs> yeah, they don't care, man. They don't care. They're just they there to care. have fun. Yeah. But they challenged the Lucha Brothers to a parking lot match <laughs> at the next Dynamite. So. Yeah. And evidently it's been accepted. So that's going to yeah. be interesting. Yeah, yeah because that's going to be interesting. Unlike a quote street fight where it's just uh, fighting uh, all over the arena. This is actually going to take place in the street. Yeah. Which I could see them. That's going to be a really good too when it happens because it's different. I think it'll be different. Like you said, but also with the atmosphere right now, it's going to be really cool. Yeah. And they'll probably be in the parking lot with cars. Yeah. Body slam on cars and stuff. There's one old school street fight. I, I, I don't know if y'all, y- y'all may have seen it. Y'all might want to try and go back and find it. It's from WCW. It was uh, uh, Fit Finley against William Regal. They had a really good parking lot street fight match. I'll have to go back and take a look at that. Yeah. Yeah, but that that match announced, I thought it was pretty cool. I can't wait for it as soon as it happens. True. And then our next match was the uh, women's Fatal 4-Way match. With Statlander, Akari Shida, Penelope Ford, and Riho, which I thought was a great match. Yeah. It was no lack in action there. No. It was it was non bam bam, bam 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 bam. Yeah. All strong hits from the very beginning. And unfortunately your girl didn't win, but <laughs> no, mine did. Won. Mine like did. <laughs> yeah, but you're a Statlander. You know, I like them both. I think you like her a little more, I think, but her character is definitely interesting. They're all interesting. Yeah. I, I I say my favorite, you say your favorite, but in the end, I like them all. Yeah. So yeah. I all wish they one. could all win. All but one. <laughs> yes. Yes, but Sheeta ended up winning. With the Falcon Arrow. On, with the Falcon Arrow. I think it was, which, was the Ford she pinned. Yeah, I think that's who it was, which – you know, I like that she's using the Falcon Arrow a lot more to finish these matches off because, you know, she used it so much to win in the past yeah. that this is this is her new finisher, I think. So, I like it. I just like it that she the one because one of my top and she is ranked. She is the number one in rankings. So yes. So like, watch out, Nyla. <laughs> they, 
three of the girls in the ranking in that match were in the top five. Yes. I think Statlander's two and Riho was like four, I think. Yeah. Which so, I'm happy that she won because I think that would put her in the top spot to take on Nyla next for the championship. But actually make it happen this time. <laughs> yes. Because please. Last, please. last time, <laughs> you know, she took it. She took the top spot at first. And then it was Statlander for a little bit. But they ended up confusing that a little bit. But we're back to where we needed to be. And she needs that one-on-one match. And I think this is the end for Nyla. Hope so. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Drew definitely hopes so. (laughs) I do too. But for completely different reasons that we're not going to get into. Because we don't want to start that controversy again. So we'll just move on from this. (laughs) (laughs) And our next match... <laughs> was Jurassic Express taking on the Butcher and the Blade? Yes. Which, come on, Jurassic Express. Every single time. No, no Marco stunt. And no money Marco, either. Okay. Um, uh, Marco stunt, as well as, as Justin Roberts, are in self quarantine right now. Yeah. I don't know what's going on there, but you know, which, which, good, by the way, Brandy was careful. Yeah, Brandy Brand, was Brandy ringing. was ringing out. The- <laughs> and the note at the top of her little thing said she said she would never ring announce again since she did it. <laughs> 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 yeah, she was but the NXT know. ring announcer before JoJo. Yeah, yeah. She said she so. would never do it again. I guess she changed her mind. She was forced to change her mind, I think. Yeah, she was forced to change her mind. <laughs> you know, just another really good match. Yes. It was it was match after match. And you know, every every time Jungle Express comes out, Jurassic Express comes out there. They put uh, on a good show. They always put on a good show. Yeah. Luchasaurus, always badass. You know, Jungle Boy, always badass. So this is just a group of badass motherfuckers. And as Butcher and the Blade were coming out, they walked around the ring, and MJF paid them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. they were like paying them to take out Jurassic Express. <laughs> yeah, which didn't quite work out. No, yeah. it didn't. No, and in fact, MJF was at fault for them losing. Yeah, he caused the distraction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so MJF, interesting guy, you know, but this didn't work out for you. Not today. It wasn't your time. night. <laughs> <laughs> so All Jurassic right. Express gets the win over Butcher and the Blade. Then we come to the thing that we all was looking forward to. Yes. The reveal of the exalted one. Yes. Yes. First of all, Ibuno and Stu Grayson gets in the ring talking about the exalted one. Chris Daniels, Christopher Daniels and Frankie come over and say, Hey, there is no exalted one. You've been lying to us all. Yeah. But now the back we hear the exalted one. He's revealed as Brody Lee. 
Yes. Brody well, Lee is the exalted one. Formerly Luke Harper. Formerly yeah. Luke Harper. <laughs> yeah, but we can forget that name now. Yes. So, yeah, he's back to being himself, and I love his the, original self. And I love the quote he said where he told Christopher Daniels that you're not the only out-of-touch old man not to believe in me. <laughs> yeah. This was a shot at Vince. Right yeah. out of the yeah. gates. Right. Just taking shots at WWE. Yes. Which, you know, kind of became... I don't. Hey, you didn't think I was good enough? I'll go over here and prove how good I am. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Finally, we get... Finally, we get that reveal, and it was all I expected it to be. Yeah. You know, a lot of, with all the rumors going on round, going around on who the exalted one was. Just the promo he cut. It would have been great if it ended right there, but they took that extra step, and as soon as they cut back to the ring, he just lays out. SCU. Yes, he lays out SCU, which, you know, standing strong in the center of the ring with Evil Luno and Stu Grayson and just walking out like he doesn't care. And Silver and Reynolds were out there too, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They were all out there. And he just looks great. Yeah. Basically, with him being revealed as the exalted one, the Dark Order looks suddenly as a strong faction now. Yeah. <laughs> would, you, would you say that the Dark Order is AEW's version of the Wyatt family? Oh. I don't want to. No. <laughs> no. No. You can't say that. I mean, you could say it, but... I mean, the Wyatt family has been a lot better. Right. Yeah. Yeah, this is, ah, you can't, unfortunately, I think, I don't want to say this, but that's a comparison that's always going to be made. Because he was part of it. Unfortunately, because he was a part of it. Yeah. So I can understand why he went. I wasn't even thinking of that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I could understand why he fits in this role, but... Maybe it would have been better for him to come in as a singles competitor. Yeah. But I understand why this decision was made. I just enjoyed it. So it was great. It was was greatness. Just greatness. And then we had our, after that, we had our main event, which was the uh, (laughs) Inner Circle versus the Elite for the advantage at Blood and Guts. First yes. of all, Cody coming out first and kissing Brandy when he comes out. Greatness. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know. I loved it. Everybody loves that. If you don't love it, I don't know what's wrong with you. You know, their husband and wife, they can share each other's germs. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's fine. That was great. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know. It, it was one of the greatest thing. One of the best things that I liked about it was Sammy Guevara singing in the Judas. crowd. Yeah. <laughs> yes. MJF Him and MJF singing it, and uh, it, it was awesome because 
he went from knowing the words to mumbling. <laughs> yeah, he was just mumbling because he didn't know all of the words. And that's the first time Jericho has laughed. Yes. <laughs> genuinely laughed while walking into the ring. Yeah, yeah, because Jericho was on commentary. Yeah. So an, another really good match. You know, it was all for whoever won gets the upper hand at Blood and Guts for whenever that happens. And uh, the inner circle just getting the win. And thinking... You know, they got the upper hand, they well, the upper hand. In, in, in both ways. Because and I have a question: What was with the drone? What okay, the- we'll get to that in just a second. We'll <laughs> yeah, we're le- we're leading into that. Yes. Uh, yeah. So it ends, and the inner circle is at the top of the ramp, and they're celebrating like we're gonna end this show on our terms. We got the upper hand. We're the best. We're the new elite. Y'all are no longer elite. We are elite. And you start hearing this buzzing, this buzzing noise. Sound. Yes. Okay. Me, okay. Yeah. As soon as I heard it, I got happy. Me too. I because. Too. I know where this is going. I knew what was going to happen. Yes. Uh, and and by, and okay, now to the drone that that drone has a name. It's called Vanguard 1. Yes. It is from the, the Hardy compound, universe. the Broken Universe. All of a sudden then it once the, the buzzing stopped, you hear this this piano start playing. And then the the camera pans to the top of the stage, and, and there's Matt Hardy, full broken Matt Hardy. First, Matt ja- Matt Jackson says, "We have yes. a fr- I have a friend that owes me a favor, right. so okay. we're not going to be outnumbered." Yes. Yes. Yeah. Pretty much what Matt said was, "Well, Matt number one, because now we have two Matts in this group." Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Matt Matt Jackson said. I called in a favor, and you thought you had the upper hand, but you don't. It's pretty much what he told him. And the piano starts playing. I get chills. I get happy again because it's Rebby playing the piano. You You don't see her, but you know it's her. Yeah, yeah. And Matt is just standing on the second level, looking down on Inner Circle, Full broken mat, delete the whole oh, bit. Lord. Oh God, I loved it so much. <laughs> and I, I love the Taz's reaction too. Yeah, because yeah. legitimately Taz didn't know Matt was going to be there. Yeah, so he it came. Just, I, it was a genuine as, surprise. Yeah, it was a genuine surprise to him. And I, I'm starting to think it was a genuine surprise for a lot of people. Yeah. Because Brody Lee coming out as the exalted one in the segment right before. Yeah, probably threw everybody off. Yeah, okay, you would so think that's it. When when Brody Lee first started talking, you know, he had it at first his voice was disguised. 
and yeah. the more the more he said, the more his real voice came out. There were a few seconds there when it sounded like Matt Hardy's voice. Yeah. Yes. So it was kind of a little bit of a tease. Yeah. And uh, I just loved it all. Having Brody Lee come out and then Matt Hardy on the same night. Uh, just yes. great. This episode of Dynamite um, had close to a million viewers. Yeah. Which I'm going to go ahead and call it whenever Blood and Guts happens, they're going to break a million. I'm stoked. Yeah. 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 This show did so much. Just when you think nothing else could elevate AEW even more, you get these two guys on the same night. Ah. I'm just, I can't wait for next Wednesday, and I'm just ready. I'm just ready. It made me forget about everything that was going on for two hours. Yeah. And that's what they they wanted to do. That's what, yeah. Right. Um, As soon as it ended, I was like, wait, we are going through some issues right now. (laughs) (laughs) I completely forgot. and, And right when it ended, you could hear the producer counting down. Yeah, yeah, which was interesting too yeah. to hear that. But just an amazing night from AEW. I just loved it. Not a bad spot in that show. No. So, on that note, uh, AEW did come out with a statement saying that they are going to continue to have wrestling every Wednesday night on TNT during this whole thing. But yeah. uh, for the time being, blood and guts has been postponed. Yes. They definitely want to save that show for a crowd. Yes. Yes, because yeah. it's going to be big. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be big. And it's it going to be... turn into their next pay-per-view. They might have it a double or nothing. Nothing, nothing. you never know. They could... or, or just be a completely different thing instead of doing it on a regular... Wednesday night. Right. They could just make it a pay-per-view. I'd pay for it. You know, once this whole thing clear clears over, I can see a lot of society, not just in the wrestling business, but everyone's going to come out and have a party. You know, cities are going to have parades and celebrations. Yeah. You know, once, once everything is all clear. Which leads to, I want to go back here to the best friends. Okay. So between now and until all of this clears up, they're never going to get that hug. No. They're never going to get that hug. So what's going to happen is the first show that they go back live in attendance on a regular Wednesday, it's going to be Heels on one side. Everybody out there. Heels on one side of the ring. Faces on the other side of the ring. And in the ring, it's just them. And they go in for the hug, and it just breaks out into hugs by everybody. (laughs) (laughs) And that I think that would be the perfect way, not only to bring the best friend's hug back, Yeah. But to show that 
we they have overcome this. I, I think you might even see heels hugging faces. Yeah, just everybody hugging everybody. Just because it's been overcome. And we can finally get over the mess that these next couple of months are going to be. Yeah. I would be that. I think that would be the perfect way of doing it. And I'm going to throw it out there. You can talk to Cody now and the Young Bucks. Oh, yes. If you all know. You have the number. You have the number. Yes. Yeah. I'll send out the numbers to both of them later. But I've already been going back and forth with Cody. <laughs> you know what? Go ahead and advertise it here. For the, for the ones that um, let me pull it up. Let me go is, in here. This is just one of those numbers that you can text. You can't actually yeah. call. Yeah, you can't really call them. They just set it up for texting. So for Cody Rhodes, his number is 404 737-2083. And you get an automated message at first. And it does, obviously, it's going to take a while for him to respond. But he does respond to you. I have proof <laughs> that he will listen to you. Now, it, it, I, it's through text. Yeah, through text. I also have the number for Matt and Nick Jackson, there is 904-204-1263, but they have yet to get back to me. I think <laughs> the injury has taken him out of it, so yeah. they're kind of focused on that. They haven't got back to me yet, but Cody Rhodes me? will answer you. He has nothing else to do. Oh. <laughs> I know. That's what I thought. He can answer the phone. <laughs> He has nothing uh, yeah. else to do. <laughs> yeah. My thought was that I was going to get an answer from the Young Bucks before Cody, but it was the other way around. So definitely hit them up. You know, you're going to be waiting a while for a response, but he definitely answers on the day if you send it early enough. I have a feeling he's getting a lot of messages. Yes. Yeah. And we'll so, get back to it. Yeah. And, we're, and here we are just adding to it. So, <laughs> But it's pretty awesome that they're keeping in touch with their fans in this way. Yeah, it's awesome. Don't send bad picks. I've, heard, I've seen a couple people on Twitter being like, I'm going to ask them for some picks, and uh, don't start doing that. Yeah, Just keep it nice. Keep it nice is all I'm saying. Yeah. All right, so that was our reviews of the week. All right, well, and before we before we finish, ooh, I think he froze. I think he did too. <laughs> he froze. Oh no, Juan. Oh no, we've lost Juan. Well, I think that's a sign that this has gone and ran its course. So, huh. I guess we won't get a stump the brain this week. There he is. Oh, there he is. Hey, you're back. You froze on us. You froze uh, on us, dude. Wait, really? Yeah. That's, yeah. That, that's why I couldn't hear you. What's the last thing I said? Uh, it was before like, we go? yeah, before, before we go. We go. <laughs> oh, really? I got to say that again? 
Yeah. Yeah, you got to say that Whatever it was, again. you froze on us. Damn it. All right. Well, well, Don't freeze up. Okay, well, uh, Freddie, you're, you're in total darkness now, by the way. Yeah, uh, I can't get up to flip the switch. So. Okay. <laughs> All right. Did he freeze again? It looks that way. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> All right. I think we're just going to call it, guys. Uh, we're going to have to save the stump the brain and for whatever Juan was going to say. I guess he can save it for next week. So just uh, thank you for listening. Uh, uh, I'll wait. I'm, I'm back. Well, there I'm back again. again. Damn it. What yeah, you're hell? back again. Okay. What the hell is going on? Okay. Say it before you freeze Let again. Me... Say it before you freeze again. <laughs> no, just... All right. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Take care of each other. And we'll talk to y'all next week. Bye. Bye.